Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. New Zealand's government plans to bring in a new law which would effectively ban anybody under the age of 14 smoking or ever being allowed to buy cigarettes. And under the legislation announced on Thursday, the minimum age to buy cigarettes will keep rising one year every year. That means in theory, at least 65 years after the law takes effect, shoppers could still buy cigarettes, but only if they could prove they were over 80 years of age. Do you get what I mean? So every year it'll go up one year. So by the time we get to, say, the end of this century in New Zealand, nobody will be smoking. It will be illegal for everybody to smoke. So you bring it up. So in other words, those who are smoking at the moment over the age of 14 years of age, pardon me, the hiccups, those who are smoking at the moment over the age of 14, you can continue smoking to your heart's content. Nobody's ever going to stop you. But anybody new who wants to start smoking, it will be illegal. Under the age of 14, next year it'll be under the age of 15, next year after under the age of 16, and that will keep going up and keep going up once a year. Other parts of the plan include allowing only the sale of tobacco products with very little nicotine levels and slashing the number of stores that can sell them. The changes will be brought in over time to help retailers adjust. Again, another thing I noticed while I was away in America, very few places sell cigarettes. You, your average shop, most a lot of shops don't sell cigarettes. It's quite difficult sometimes to find cigarettes. Um, most, you know, most places don't sell them. You don't, like, bars and restaurants don't sell cigarettes. They don't have cigarette machines. You really just go to somewhere that particularly sells cigarettes. So, um, because of the current minimum age to buy cigarettes in New Zealand is 18, the lifetime smoking ban for the youth would not have an impact for a few years. In Ireland, smoking is the leading cause of avoidable death. Nearly 6,000 people die each year in Ireland from the effects of smoking, and thousands of others suffer from smoking-related diseases, according to the latest figures from the HSC. So I want to know, would you be in favour of phasing out and making smoking illegal? Completely illegal. Banning it completely over time. Let me know what you think, if you think it's a good idea. It's like what they had planned to do with the Labour Party of the UK said they would do about the zoos. That you couldn't, essentially, if you wanted to get rid of zoos because we think they're wrong or they're cruel to animals, you couldn't just close them all down because that would be unfair to the people who work there. It would be unfair to the animals who live there because you can't put them back in the wild. So it would be a phased-out approach. When all those animals die, will they eventually close? So I want to know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Let me know if you think this is a good idea. Would you be in favour of phasing out the sale of cigarettes? And eventually, they would be completely illegal. Let me go to Michelle. Michelle, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Michelle? Hi, good morning, Niall. How are you? Good morning, Michelle. Now, would you be... Are you a smoker, by the way? Yes. Right, okay. And, and something you're probably not too proud of, is it? No. no. And it's, uh, I know that feeling. I'm a smoker in, in, this, in these, in these, in these <laughs> I know. times. I know the feeling. People look at you like you've leprosy. I know. Oh, my God. And it's like, will you ever, are you ever going to give them up? And I've always said no. And when I'm giving them up, I'll tell you. <laughs> I don't need to be shamed into it. Look... It's very hard not to say, yes, it's a great idea because it is a terrible habit. Nobody can take away from that. You know, I mean, yeah, do I wish I wasn't a smoker? Of course I do. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, um, and but I just had this thing about like, OK, it's smoking now, could be drinking next. What's, you know, is it it's all this agenda, you know, constant agenda to change things. And well, I, do, I don't know if freedom. this is an agenda. You know, you know me, you know, I'm very honest about all of these things and I'm a smoker. And I still don't think it's a bad idea to get rid of it eventually. Do you know what I mean? No, I, 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 I'd like I, to see I, a world I, where I, people I, I, didn't I, I smoke. I agree with you. You know? I mean, if I, if I never smoked, it'd be fantastic. But, you know, but, but it would not be great. You imagine a young Michelle of 14 years of age when you started smoking. Can you remember when you had your first one, by the way? I do, yeah. What age were you? 
about 40. Yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> and what was that first cigarette like? And who introduced you to it, by the way? It was a group of people I was hanging around with and they were all older. And okay. it, seemed, it seemed to be a cool, cool thing to do. You know, yeah. and well, it was at the time, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the reality of it, you know, to be honest about it. And if cigarettes weren't around... And were you sick been... when you smoked the first one? No, I don't think so, no. Because yeah, I, I was. I, I think I think I can't remember. I think I, I, it, it was very wet. <laughs> I, didn't I was on a train from Rohini to Rush. I can't remember why, but I was on a train from Rohini to Rush. And I was with a couple of mates of mine. Leo and Brian and Ray, we were out, we used to hang around together. We used to go out during the summer. You know when you were like, in those days when you were 12 or 13, you just went in days out on the train. But anyway, we one of them had cigarettes. I can't remember who had the cigarettes. And here, come on, have a go. So <laughs> I smoked a cigarette and I could tell you my face went green. I got sick <laughs> out the window of the train. And what was the first thing I did after I got sick? Give us another one. <laughs> 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 that didn't put you off. <laughs> I don't remember being sick. I just remember, like, you know, passing it back to somebody. I think it was just a drag to that kind of thing. And they go, oh, you're after wetting it all. Somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Didn't yeah, it's a wet in the butt of it. Exactly. What do they call that? A du- with duck's arse, isn't it? <laughs> you put a, put a duck's arse on it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, but I can't disagree because I do think it is a terrible habit. And I do think, you know, the longer I've smoked, the more, you know, it affects, probably will affect my health. Yeah. And I've seen people who die, who've died from cigarettes and, you know, there's nothing good. But then again, you can die from lots of things. Well, of course <laughs> you, know you can, yeah. You can die and, from overeating, you can die from too much of this or too much of that or climbing yeah, brawls or whatever you wanted to die from, yeah, you can die. Unfortunately, walk across the road today, you know, bang. Yeah. I mean, you know, and it is about having choice. But that's um, something, walking across the road, see, is something you have control over. To, to some extent, you can be careful when you're walking across the road. You know, but smoking, realistically, you know, that's something that's destined. No, there is no benefits to smoking whatsoever. And we yeah, know that. And I'm saying that as a smoker. There's no benefit to it. Apart from that couple of seconds that you feel good or you believe you feel good by, when you're smoking. Yeah. And, it, you know, I mean, there's plenty of times that you're in situations where, You'd say I'd love to have a fag, but you still have to get through the situation because you're in a position where you can't have one. Yeah, of course. So it, it's a psychological thing. It's all about, like, I need it. Well, we don't really need it. <laughs> it's just what we believe or we want to believe. And do you, do you smoke many? I probably smoke about 15 a day, yeah. And do you roll them or do you, do you buy them? No, just tobacco. Okay. I've got, you know, I mean, I miss my old consulate. They were my cigarette of choice and they took them. It made, it made me laugh when they took them off the market because it was all this thing about, you know, mental cigarettes. Mental, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the yeah. girls here smoke mental cigarettes. I did smoke And the mental. thing about it was that nobody I knew ever took a cigarette off me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, I'd offer them. I know, because I know exactly that feeling because Ashling used to smoke them. And if I didn't have one and she'd say, here, take one of mine, I'd go, jeez, I'm not smoking a polo mint. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want one of them things. Anyway, the point yeah. is, you're saying you're not in favour of the ban, yet you're telling me all the reasons why there should be a ban. No, I, and it's I'm not, not going to affect you, ban, Michelle. It's not in favour. I'm not in favour of banning most things because I do believe in freedom yeah, but of we, choice. Yeah, well, and I completely agree with you, right, in, when we come to freedom of choice. But, and I, there is a but here, there's nothing good about smoking. And I would love to know that the next generation of children growing up in this country are not going to be smokers. Wouldn't it be great to think about that? I mean, what? Absolutely. What? There, there's no negative in that, is there? Really? No, and I, I, I can't argue with you, other than you know that, that that freedom of choice thing, which really sounds stupid, really, because at the end of the day, but you see, really you don't really have a freedom of choice to some degree. There are certain things you're not allowed to do, like you're not allowed to drive at 170 miles an hour. So you don't really have freedom of choice. So we do put in protections in society to stop people from dying too quickly. Do you know what I mean? Yes. 
I mean, so there is some limits to your freedom of choice when it comes to society. Now, I'm not going to talk about COVID because then I'll get really angry. Um, but there is. Yeah, but see, that's, see, this is where I'm at as well. Like, I just feel like everything is now becoming about a minority's opinion. And that really annoys me. You know, and, like, I, and I would agree with you on all of those things because you know my stance on all of those things. But in saying that, when it comes to smoking... I, I'm not going to take your choice away. You're a smoker. I'm a smoker. I I would never in a million years would agree with, say, an outright ban from tomorrow of banning cigarettes because that takes away your choice to continue smoking. But I don't want to see young people starting. No, and I agree with you. I don't want to see young people start either because I think it's a terrible habit. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's a terrible habit for anybody to get involved and it's very hard to give up. I think you could give up many other things before you can give up cigarettes. Yeah. So I agree with you in that sense. I, I think it would be great for future generations not to smoke. Okay, but you don't want to have, you still don't you still don't believe it should be kind of put down with an iron fist. No, I don't. Okay, well, stay there for a second. Let me just go to Anne as well. Anne, you're an Ireland's classic kids. How are you doing, Anne? Hey, Niall. How are you? Good. Now, Anne, before we continue on with the smoking, I believe you fell and broke your kneecap. Okay. Oh, yeah. Ah, jeepers! How'd you do that? I was coming back off holidays and it was um, early in the morning and one of the bags fell off the trolley. And of course, I didn't see it because it's still dark. And I tripped over. Oh, no. And Down fell, onto your knee? Fell onto my knee. And smashed your kneecap? I smashed my kneecap. Yeah, it, it must be very painful, was it? Oh, it still is now. Oh, and would you, have to get that, would you have to get that replaced now? No, no. I ha- I'm under a very good doctor. Right, okay. And will, the, and will your, does your kneecap heal? Um, well, he says it's healing. Oh, okay. Because okay. So, your kneecap is not actually really attached to anything. Because you know you can move your kneecap. Yeah, well, it was I'm, mo- really I'm moving mine here at the moment now. Just cause it I, was really smashed. Oh, God. So I tell you. Your patella, isn't that what they call the it? Pa- the pain is horrific. Yeah, yeah. Anne, you could know, you imagine having a... Sorry, should I say not Anne? Sorry, uh, Michelle, could you imagine having a smashed kneecap? No. No, no. Either did I, Michelle. So did you sit down in pain and go, give me a smoke, somebody? No, I didn't. But <laughs> the thing about it is, I don't agree. I'm like Michelle. I don't agree that people have the right to tell anybody else what they can do and what they can't do. And I agree with both of you to a certain extent. Because I smoked. Mm-hmm. And I smoked from the time I was 14. And I am off them now 36 years. Good girl. And I don't and say that patronisingly, by the way. disease in both lungs. Right, okay, okay. So, what can you do? I mean, um, Do you think the damage, they think the damage was already done before you yes, gave them up, probably? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, okay. Now, if you drink too much, you're an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. If you eat too much, you're an obese. Now, in the name of God, have they nothing better to do, I think, than sit down and talk about these things when actually we could be looking at better things in life today than a bloody cigarette. Well, it's not just a bloody cigarette. Like it's, I, know, I mean, I mean, my, I mean I know, no, we're talking it, about avoidable it is everybody's death. Everybody's choice. And and I, I agree with you, right? But, and, and I don't want to take away, nor would I ever suggest taking away your right to start smoking again if you want to. Oh, I wouldn't. No, I'm just saying, if you want to, fire away, yeah, right? But, I, but I, it's I, not a clever I, thing to do, much. I wouldn't. Yeah. I couldn't. 
Oh, well, you, not now you couldn't. Not with your you breathing problems. No. The thing about it is, like, I just, I don't think anybody has the right to tell anybody else, except your parents. I mean, no, I but you do. Well, hang on. No, and as I said to Michelle, like, I have the right, well, not I don't personally, but the government have the right to turn around and tell you tomorrow you can't drive at 150 miles an hour because you could kill somebody or yourself, yeah, indeed. indeed. Yeah. So well, we do have the right to, to well, implement just, certain things to protect you and protect society. Well, to some degree. No, that's... that's Sorry, Niall, I don't agree with you. That's just... They they like power. I don't care what... No, well, I, I agree with that some of the stuff that's been happening lately. I completely agree with you. That That's just about power. You know, the yes. power. Once okay. they have the power... Do you know what I mean? They can have their Christmas parties and this, that, and <laughs> other. You've been watching UK News again. Yeah. You've been watching Boris Johnson, have you? Ah, oh, jeez. <laughs> God, But the thing about it is, like... I mean, I I could t- I could go off the, the the rails here about something else, but I won't bother no, me. No, there's no point. There's no point because <laughs> we'll all know, get angry then. And Michelle is in good mood. I'm in good mood. So yeah, let's not put us all in bad Christmas, mood. <laughs> and Christmas. the thing about it is, just I think you know that the government should just pull back a little bit and stop aggravating. People. Well, now, now, um, can maybe, I know? Can I can I point out the Irish government didn't say this, although it's know, on it's in all the papers they're, today. They're not far from saying it. Yeah, I, it has been suggested because it's now in the papers today because New Zealand are doing it. Now, see, uh, now, see, do you, but like, Anne, you do understand what New Zealand are doing, don't you? Yes. Okay, so and, they're not they're not going to say New it's banned. Put their finger in the fire with the Irish. <laughs> <laughs> but they're not saying, you know, as and from tomorrow, Michelle can't smoke. What they're yeah. saying is that they're bringing in an age of 14. So anybody, as and from Thursday, yeah, under the age of 14... The way we no, 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 well, hang on. Nile. Yeah, I'm just explaining to you. As and from Thursday, <laughs> anybody under 14 can't smoke. Now, next year, it'll be under 15. The year after, it'll be under 16. So, in other words, it'll keep going up by a year every year, which means that those who are currently smoking over the age of 14 in New Zealand can smoke for the rest of their lives if they well, want how, to. How do you know that if... 15-year-old is not going to get a 14-year-old to go in and get the cigarettes. Because it'll be illegal for him to smoke. Because if the police from next next Thursday see anybody under 14, and in, say, in 10 years, it'll be 24, right? So in 10 years' time, if the police see somebody under the age of 24 smoking, they can be fined because it's illegal. But, but Niall, we were able to hide it from our mothers and fathers. <laughs> yeah. I mean... <laughs> You're not. Although my dad used to always smell it. <laughs> I was running out. I was running out of Wrigley's, and my dad used to smell it. Michelle, did you get caught smoking in the house? Oh, I made a very stupid thing one time. We were late home on Christmas Eve and couldn't get a taxi home, and I rang. I had to ring from where I was to ask my father at one o'clock in the morning to come and collect us. And I remember making the phone call and then coming off the phone going, oh my God, could he smell the cigarettes? <laughs> <laughs> I made him. I made him at the funny quick story before we went to a break. I made him mind gave up smoking. And his wife, obviously, encouraged him to give up smoking. So what he used to do was go out in his car to have a cigarette. And he had a glove in his glove box, uh, ironically enough. And he called it his smoking glove. So what he would do is put the glove on him when he was smoking so she wouldn't smell the cigarettes off his Well, hand. i tell you something now. <laughs> I have a youngest lad. And he used to come in here. And I used to say to him of a Monday, God, your fingers are very brown. You know, mm. and I never passed that on us. 
And he said to me, oh, they, my fingers go brown on the weekends, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> and I still never said a word. Years ago, people's fingers went a lot browner because of the way they smoked, the way they held the cigarette. We hold it a little bit posher nowadays. Uh, thank you to Michelle and Al. Uh, keep texting, keep what's happening. The number is 087 Michelle and Al clearly uh, don't believe this is a good idea. They think you're taking away a right and a liberty and a choice. Um, and for somebody texts in and says, no, they're, co- they're costing the health service a fortune. No, they're not. Smokers are not costing the health service money at all when you think about it logically, because smokers pay a huge amount of tax on every packet of cigarettes, and if you work it out over a lifetime, they'll probably be paying hundreds of thousands in tax, uh, p- buying the cigarettes in taxes. So they're actually paying for their own healthcare, so that's actually a moot argument. Uh, the number is 87 The question I want to ask is, should we do what uh, New Zealand is doing, and probably many other countries are going to start doing as well, which is phase out cigarettes over time, and make them completely illegal? Ban them. Let me know what you think. The number is 87 all right, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The numbers are 87 188 Do you believe we should follow the route of New Zealand and eventually ban cigarette smoking completely? Let me go to Connor. Uh, Connor, you're in Ireland's classic kids. Now, Connor, you're listening in Australia as we speak. It's not too far away from New Zealand, and Australia tend to follow what they do. So I imagine it won't be too long before Australia ban it as well. Yeah, no, it's, it's uh, the first time I've been on the radio. Well, I'd just like to preface this by saying... Um, you know, I respect the conversations that you bring up on the radio. I think, um, you know, especially in, in terms of Irish media, you're one of the only voices that talk about uh, important issues. So, Thanks very much. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. And, I, and I'm glad you listen in and tune in from Australia while you're living over there as an expat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How long are you I'm there, Connor, by the way? How long are you living there? No, but yeah, I, I, um, I, I agree with the band. Um I had a I had a bit of a breeze through it, like the 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 legislation that they're trying to bring in, and you know, mm. I'd support it. Yeah. Um, do you smoke uh, yourself? Yeah, I do smoke myself. Yeah, so mm. I'm 24. I started smoking when I was about 13 or 14. Yeah, that's about the uh, average age. Yeah, I think ultimately it's you know any sort of deterrent to. Um, to stop people from smoking, you know, I'd agree with. Now, I heard the two ladies on the phone, and, you know, I'd probably agree with them on a lot of things, and, and they, they're kind of going down the, you know, the freedom of choice. Yeah, the um, liberties taken away, liberties, I'd, I'd yeah. Agree, I'd agree with that a lot of the time, but ultimately, you know, I've no, you know, I've no sympathy for the tobacco corporations or companies and no. any the deterrent to stop younger people smoking. I think it's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, I would like to think that the the world that precedes this one and the young people that follow me and the next generation of people wouldn't be smoking. It would be nice to think that, wouldn't it? Mm. You know, I mean, I mean, you're twenty, you're, you're twenty four, Connor. You're still a very young man, um, and I imagine most twenty four year olds don't smoke anymore. Not like when I was twenty four, everybody smoked. So, is there I mean, is there a part of you saying now I should give them up? Really? Oh yeah, like I've. I've well, I've done it before, like I've, you know, I've been in and out, and ultimately it comes to me. Your phone is breaking up a little bit there, Connor, sorry. Oh, sorry, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now, yeah. No, I was just saying there, so, like, yeah, I've tried going on and off them before, and, you know, ultimately it comes down to when you have a few drinks, you, you might, you know, have one or two, and then it kind of snowballs from there, and you go back course, on them, yeah. but, uh, mm-hmm. You know, like a lot of people say there's not many young people smoking nowadays, but 
<clears throat> from what I can see, especially over here, like most, if not all, young people smoke, especially social smoking, is a big thing. You know? Yep. Um, so not much socialising going on in Australia at the moment, mind you. What was that? There's not much socialising going on in Australia at the moment. Well, you know, to be fair though, like it's it's uh, it's not as bad as it seems because it's it's broke it's broken down by different states. Of course, yeah. So a lot of the time, the the stuff you'll see in the media is from like this, maybe Victoria or something like that. Yeah, it's the worst case scenario, but it's different for each state. Um, and the state that I'm in at the moment, it's not too bad to be honest. Okay, so is there any just out of curiosity, is there restrictions in your state at the moment? What state are you in, by the way? So I'm I'm actually in Victoria, and it was it was um, pretty bad a few weeks ago, but I moved down here after the restrictions were lifted. Okay, so it's not as bad at the moment. It's just you know I don't know what it's like in Ireland, but it, it's just um, you wear masks where you're supposed to wear masks when you're on public transport and in businesses and stuff like that. But um, it's not you know it's not yeah COVID passes I assume for you have to have a COVID pass when you're going out I imagine. Yeah, yeah, you have to any sort of well, not every business, but any um, yeah bar or restaurant. Okay, okay. Pretty much the same of what's going on here. To be honest with you, Connor. Uh, all right, listen, Connor. Thanks for that. Keep listening in Australia. I'm sorry about the line was a little bit dodgy, uh, but Connor does agree with it. Although you know he's not agreeing with taking away people's liberties and choice per se, but he does believe that it's a sensible idea going forward because you don't want to see the young generation or the next generation smoking. Let me go to Jen. Jen, you're an Ireland's classic kids. How are you doing, Jen? Hi, how are you doing? Good. Now, you're 30, so it's the perfect age, to be honest with you. You're right bang in the middle of two generations, so to speak, you know, the very young generation and the older generation. Do you smoke? I used to. I smoked for about probably 12, 13 years, um, and I quit just the 4th of February last year. Well done. Thanks, Mel. And, and do you still have the hankering? Do you still feel you want one every now and again? or? Um, not really. Good. I was on the package for ages and then I went on to the nicotine tab um, and I just quit nicotine altogether a couple of months ago. And, like It's been really hard and stuff like that, but I, I was just listening to the other two women on saying about like they don't want to be told what to do by the government and stuff like that. And like that's fair enough, but... Like, it's a good, like, there's a reason that they're doing it. Like, they were saying, you know, if you drink too much, like, you're an alcoholic, and if you eat too much, and all this sort of stuff being told what to do. But I think that it's more so that, like, I think smokers need a reason to quit. Like, they need a push, and they need someone to be like, like, if if lung cancer and death doesn't scare you, like, I know. Like, the government coming in being like, here, it's illegal. It's not going to stop people smoking drugs, they're illegal. People still do drugs everywhere. But, it's like that push, I think, that the smokers need in Ireland. Like, because, and speaking from a younger generation, I think that it's all about vaping now anyway. So, like, I think people... And you're right, you know, people aware. do things willingly because I remember I worked in the nightclub industry when the smoking ban came in in 2003, whatever it was, 2002, 2003. And I remember yeah. thinking at the time, ah, this is never going to work. So people smoke in nightclubs and bars. The government are not going to stop them doing that. And for some reason, people just took to it really quickly. Nobody, yeah. like, we were worried in the nightclub, are we going to be getting people arrested every night? Are we going to be throwing people out every night? But yeah, nobody actually went into a nightclub yeah. and smoked after that. People just willingly did it. And you're right, with a bit of a push, people could probably, would probably do yeah. it. But I think it's the older generation as well that, you know, like, even 
you know, like my mom was told by her doctor, you know, five cigarettes is okay when you're pregnant a day and all this. Like, people <laughs> weren't educated, and now the older generation are like, oh, yeah, it's fine or whatever. But people are going down the vegan and the healthy, and everyone's a PT these days. That, like, it's, I don't think it's as big of a thing. But with that being said, people do smoke socially. Like, all my friends smoke going out at night and stuff like that on nights out and stuff but it's more I don't amazing. get that but, but I, I've never understood I don't get it either. I don't know how like, you can never. do that I don't know how you can only smoke when you're having a well, drink but just never thing. smoke any I other time I could never have one if I had one on Saturday night and I was in the mist of quitting I'd wake up Monday morning and be going out to buy 20 marble lights in the shop because yeah. I'd want one then do you know like yeah. I could never have a social one but I think that like with that being said would it move into more of like a thing of vaping when I quit smoking I went on to vape for a while I was like oh yeah I'll vape and like that it's just a substitute you're not really quitting you're still taking nicotine yeah you're still keeping the habit going going. yeah yeah I was going to the doctor and I was getting really bad chest pains and I was like jeez I think I'm having a heart attack and I was going to the doctor being like I'm getting really bad chest pains I don't know if it's the vape I don't know what's going on and uh, they were like, oh, you know, like, be careful with the vape. And I was like, ah, it's not the vape, it's fine. And the minute I stopped vaping, it went away. Now, they told me it was something costochondritis or something they were telling me it was. But the minute I, and that's actually a muscle problem in your chest, so it had nothing yeah. to do with the vape. And the minute I stopped vaping, it went away, never got it again. That's so coincidence, like that, isn't it? Yeah, with that's, that, like, yeah, I was bizarre. like, Jesus, like, they're not safe, but... Like, I don't think it's, I, I just don't think it's about the government trying to tell people what to do. I think people are going to smoke. I think smoke it's common sense, isn't not. it? It's common sense. It's just, yeah. And like people saying, you know, like, uh, like even your one who was on saying all the problems that she had from smoking. Like, why wouldn't you want the government to make it illegal so that the future generations, your kids, your grandkids, aren't going to smoke? And, like, and no again, I, I want to say, I do agree with everybody listening today. I don't like infringing on people's freedoms, their liberties, their no, choices. No, I agree. But like, uh, and like but, I said, drugs are illegal and people still do that. Yeah, I mean, look, I remember, I remember my dad used to drive a car after drinking 10 pints and it was sure it was grand. You know what I mean? Everybody did that yeah, in those exactly. days. Like, and I, if, you, if you think back, there was, they brought in drinking driving legislation back in the 80s and I remember the ads on TV, from now on, you're only allowed to have six pints and drive a car, you know, and I'm going, jeepers. But we would have thought that was mad at the time. But I mean, I yeah. see, like this legislation will not stop, say if we introduced the same legislation in New Zealand, it wouldn't stop you taking up smoking again if you wanted to. Um, yeah, all exactly. it does is stop the young people from starting. And I, and I just think that's a good idea. I just don't I see do as well. anything like, negative in that. Something that could kind of, you know, if you had some type of, you know, not guarantee, but like if there was something there to say like, okay, this is something that you like can't do. Yeah. Rather than you have a choice between it. Like if everyone had had their way, no no one's kids would smoke. Like let's be real. Like yeah, nobody wants their making to smoke. like your own decisions and like but no one's gonna sit there and be like, Well, I'll let my child decide whether or not they smoke. That's not the case. Everyone will try and not have their children Absolutely. smoke. Absolutely. Like, let's be real. There's not a parent like, in this country would wish that a child smoked. Yeah, like, there's no point in being like, oh, you want everyone to make their own decision. No one wants their kids smoking. And no one, like, I've, like, long, like, luckily I quit smoking before COVID happened because I quit smoking in February 2020 and I got COVID in March 2020. And I was told by the doctors because I had problems with my lungs after it a couple of months later. Yeah. And uh, I had to go on an inhaler and everything. And I was telling them when I was getting the chest x-rays and everything, like, luckily I didn't smoke and they were like, geez, you're, you're lucky that you stopped because you probably would have been way worse off. The symptoms would have been a lot worse, of course, yeah, if you had been a smoker at, the, at that particular time because obviously it would have had a huge effect or profound effect on you. But listen, Jen, well done on giving yeah. them up. I'm going to try myself to give them up again. I promise Ashley and I promise my partner, Robin, I promise to everybody. The are the best. See, but if that. I can get Ashling, you know, my producer... 
Maybe, I don't know, maybe you can talk to her just very quickly there. Ashling. <laughs> yes, no. <laughs> See, I'm trying to get to inveigle her from the 1st of January to do it with me. And she she just keeps saying, ah, you're on your own here. No, see, Jen, what, you don't Ni- need that reason. <laughs> what Niall does is he'll go, yeah, so we're going to give up smoking in the new year. I'm like, really? Are we? Because <laughs> Niall well, knows that he can't someone, give up smoking. Someone with you doing it, you're kind of like a little bit more pushed. But, you yeah. know, fun, the funny thing was the reason I quit was I my first date with my now fiancé. Um, Congratulations. My first date with him, he said, oh, you don't smoke, do you? And I was like, no. And I quit that day. Oh, did you? Because I, I just was like, I was so embarrassed. Someone, I, he was like, I hate smoking. And I was like, oh, God, like, you know what? I do as well, but I never really had a reason to quit. <laughs> and I quit that day. So our anniversary is actually our quit, my quit date as well. Oh, wow. Yeah, because okay, he, he yeah. didn't want to be kissing an ashtray. That's what it was. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Jen, thanks. Lovely talking to you. All right. Okay. And good luck to you. All Bye. right. There you go. There's Jen who quit smoking because she told her boyfriend when she met him first she wasn't a smoker, which she was. She quit that day. Anyway. It's a good idea. I don't see anything wrong with this idea, but some people believe we shouldn't be taking away choices. Should we ban smoking, but phase it out so those who are smoking existingly at the moment over the age of 14, as they did in New Zealand, can continue smoking, but no new smokers can come along. Let me know what you think. The number's 87 188 Don, hi. How are you? Good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Lyle. Happy Christmas to you. Happy Christmas and a happy new year to you too, John. Thanks but very much indeed. in saying that, it says on my screen here that you've been diagnosed with terminal lung cancer. That's correct. Uh, I'm really sorry to hear that. When, when were you diagnosed? I'm not di- too pleased myself. No, I'm sure you're, I'm sure you're not. <laughs> when, when were you diagnosed? In June. Okay, and that must have been like, oh, that must have hit yeah, you like a lead balloon. You know, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I had uh, a terrible pain in my back and I attended A&E uh, on three occasions and they sent me home with painkillers and then the power time I went to them, I couldn't stick it any longer. I uh, I insisted that they get to the bottom of it and they gave me a CT scan and uh, they found it. Right, so. okay, okay. And you know what, I just said to Ashley during the break there, I went for a CT scan two years ago because I, they thought I had shingles at the time. I think I did have shingles actually. Um, but they sent me for a scan and an MRI and the worst thing they could have told me was my lungs were in great shape. Because yeah, because yeah. as a smoker, you turn around and you go, oh, that's grand, so my lungs are grand, so I'll just keep smoking. Exactly, so yeah. I've been there, yeah. I've yeah. been on that bus because yeah. I've been told, yeah, no, your lungs are clear and yeah, your yeah. heart is good. And, you know, I haven't It's like a license to continue the bad habit then, isn't it? It basically is, yeah. yeah. It's green light to go ahead, yeah. yeah and yeah. and so you're, you're a grandfather of seven. Yeah, and, seven, seven and, and here, here's the problem: that they had four grandfathers. You're the only Between one left. Them, yeah, yeah. And, and now you have terminal lung cancer. Yeah. Well, the other three died of cancer also. Yeah. And how long did you did you smoke all your life? I was smoking since I was about fourteen. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm sixty-seven now. It was sixty-seven last Saturday. Are you still smoking, and, by the way? Yeah, I am having a smoke here while we're talking. I don't find luck of the stable there on the horse. Well, it's like when my mother died of emphysema and I remember Botala yeah. Hospital with her for the last two days, her lungs were so bad that she could, she had to sleep sitting up because her lungs were yeah, collapsing yeah. if she'd lie down. And I remember bringing her outside. She asked me to bring her. She smoked the champ player blue. And she yeah. said, will you bring me outside for a cigarette? <laughs> and this yeah, is her, the day before her diabetes. And my father starts giving out to me. He says, what are you doing? What are you, what are you doing? And I says, well, what difference is it going to make? Exactly, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I, I wasn't going to put myself through any sort of torture. Yeah. You know, for, the, for the last horde of, you know, I said, not at all, you know. And I haven't been told, it was always by any of the doctors who all asked me, are you still smoking? Yes, yeah. And what's the and what's the, your prognosis now? Uh, it's just a matter of time, right? 
And if you, you could, know, if you could, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you would agree with this law to ban. Well, I would to ban it. Yes, I would. Uh, I'm on a phase, phase in basically. Yeah, yes. that you, you don't stop anybody or take away the choice at the moment, but for people, no, new people starting. No, I don't think that's right. Yeah, I don't think that's right. You know, I mean, we yeah. all have choice. Yeah. And uh, as I say, I have choice. Well, it's a bit late in the day for me, but I have choice not to smoke and uh, get on with it. But, I mean, there's no getting on with anything in my case because, it's only, as I say, it's only a matter of time. What message would you give out to people out there, like me, who are smokers? Well, if you, if you can, give them up. Give them give up. Give them up. Yeah. But, um, well, are, you, are, you on, are you on treatment at the moment? Are you getting any treatment? Yeah, I, start, I started on... Uh, I had radiation treatment. I had five, five belts of that. And uh, they started me on chemotherapy there a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I'm due for a second belt of chemotherapy now next Thursday. Um, and the purpose of that is obviously to elongate your it's, life. To try and elongate it as much as possible. And um, I have a mobile home myself, my partner Marla, who you speak to very regularly okay. on the radio show. And her belt, our dog Gizmo. Oh, I, I did. I, yeah. I remember talking to more about our dog Gizmo. Yeah, yeah. and uh, all I wanted to do was get down. I put a new. I put a new uh, decking on it last year. I wanted to get down and paint it. Right. That's all I wanted to do. Okay. <laughs> and how how does it? I mean, I, I this sounds like a very morbid question, but I don't mean it in a morbid way. But when you look back at your life now and you're thinking to yourself, okay, they told me this is the end. I have terminal cancer. I probably don't have too long left in my life. That feeling must be a terrible feeling, is it? It must be an awful feeling. It is. I kind of had mixed emotions about it. When I was told um, initially, uh, like the doctor was kind of concerned, you know, I, you know, told me to ring anyone for you. And I said, not at all, I had my car outside. Yeah. And I went out and I sat in my car and I just I opened the window, I lit up a fag. And I sat back and I was just thinking and I was saying to myself, well, look, you know, there's kids in Crumlin Hospital and in Temple Street Hospital with this horrible disease, and they're only, you know, five, six, seven years of age, they haven't even had a point of maturity. What am I going to complain about? Yeah. yeah had yeah. a good run of it. Yeah. yeah. You know? And I, I I, did okay for myself, and I did very okay for my kids. They all have great jobs. They all have their own homes. And, you know, so I'm not displeased. You wouldn't change anything. Well, apart from well, smoking, would, apart from smoking, yeah. Apart from smoking, no, I wouldn't change anything else. No. Yeah. Well, look, I, I wish you well. I hope you have nice plans for Christmas. Have you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's just the usual. Nice Family get together. Uh, yeah, they, they did we have had a few of them over on the last Saturday to say for my birthday? But um, yeah. yeah, I'm keeping away. If I come up with a point now, I go out until twelve o'clock in the afternoon because I, I'm terrified to go into the crowds because I'm, I know I get that. Such yeah. a high risk. Yeah, of course, you're very high yeah, risk. So I, yeah. I have to stay away from crowds, you know. So, yeah. uh, all right. Okay, well, maybe well, uh, other people, I'm sure, yeah, have no, consideration for that to, too. Looking forward to it all, you know. Yeah. Well, look, I wish you well. Have a nice Christmas. Thanks very much. All you right. Yeah. And listen, thanks for, uh, thanks for coming on the air because I think people listen to you. Maybe if it stops one or two people smoking, listen to you. Yeah, well. You know what I mean? Hopefully it might. Yeah. All right, listen. Have a, have a, lo- a lovely day, all right? And have a nice Christmas, John, all right? I'm sure we'll talk to you again soon, you or Maura. Yeah. Thanks very much indeed. All right, there you go. John, seven grandchildren, celebrating Christmas this year, unfortunately has terminal lung cancer. And you're right, that we should all look, listen to that and say we should stop smoking. That's the message, isn't it, really? I want to go to Fran in relation to smoking, because Fran is a hypnotherapist. Fran, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Noel, and very happy Christmas to you. Happy Christmas to you too. Now... 
there's, there's numerous th- ways of giving up smoking. Alan Carr, of course, had a very famous book out many, many years Probably ago. Book. Yeah. Book, yeah. But was it true, by the way, that he went back on the smokes before he died? No, he, he, he died actually through, well, he died, I believe he died from lung cancer, but he, he spent his entire working life in a room full of people smoking cigarettes. Probably, yeah. I mean, yeah. That, and how many barmen have done the same thing? How many people through their life? The reason I rang Ashley earlier on, right, I'm <laughs> tell you now, I was getting angry listening to you. To me? Okay, to you. Oh, okay, okay fair enough. Now, okay, that wouldn't okay. be unusual, <laughs> Fran. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's part of the gig. But for this, for this one, I think it can be fixed, and you can help thousands of people by just doing a couple of very small things. Right, right? okay, okay. The reason I was getting angry was all of this stuff related to smoking has always come from the big tobacco companies, yeah? Yeah, and okay. they are superb at manipulating advertising. As they, yeah, of course, That's yeah. That's a gig. That's what they do, yeah. Yeah, well, they want to make money, don't they, yeah. Okay, so as long as, as long as we continue to hear the words that it's hard to give up, think about those two words. It's, if somebody says, this is, it's hard, to, this is hard. To but do. it is hard, Fran. I've okay, tried. Now listen, now, listen to me for a second, right? I gave I them up to... for three years once, Fran, and then I went through a divorce and ended back up on them again. And I tell you why that happened if you had the time, but that was, but we won't get to that today because I know you haven't got the time. But what I'm going to do is go back to that girl who was on earlier on, right? And she told her boyfriend, oh, I don't smoke. Yeah, Jen. And she never smoked again. Was it hard to stop smoking? No, it wasn't. <laughs> right, so you, she just needed the push. And this is, this is where... This is where hypnosis and hypnotherapy but is it, really works. Is it not true that you have... Now, I don't know if you'll tell me if this is true or not, because you're I, probably I, an expert. I'm not an expert. But you have to want to give them up. Everybody wants to give them up. And stop saying give them up, please. Okay. You only give up something that you really want. But no, I do I really to, want... I, 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 like, I, I do know. really want a cigarette every now and again. I, 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 yeah, no, you really have a cigarette every now and again. Think about this, right? Now, honestly, and be honest with me, please... When was the last time that you actually enjoyed sucking the smoke in, down into your lungs, holding it, and blowing it out? But maybe I'm confusing enjoying with a need. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay, and this is where where we go back to the... the, the, I'm not sure whether I enjoy it or not. You don't enjoy it. So therefore you don't want it. Nobody wants anything they don't enjoy. But this is where the advertising and the persuasion is. And it's reinforced every time somebody says... But am I not, am I not addicted to them? No, you're not addicted to them. Hold on a sec. You know about addiction. You've been around as much as I have, okay? Mm, yeah. I've, I've worked with people who have serious addiction, who would have a heavy reliance physically on drugs. Drugs, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, I wouldn't treat somebody who came into my clinic with... Um, with um, Ketamine is one of the, the really cheap ones that's going around at the moment. I wouldn't come to somebody like that, do a two and a half hour session with them or a two hour session or an hour and a half, whatever it took me, and send them out that they're not going to touch ketamine again because people can change their mind and they're going and somebody taking somebody off heroin or ketamine or something like that. You could actually do them serious physical injury. Yeah. That doesn't happen when you stop smoking. When you become a non smoker, you might think the thought will come into your head every 20 minutes. Believe me, every 20 minutes. For the first eight hours, 48 hours, it's going to come into your mind every 20 minutes. You're on the cigarette. Oh, no, I'm not interested. I don't smoke. And that's it. That's what withdrawal is. That's what, that's what the need is. So what, so what you do as a hypnotherapist is not so much hypnotizing people. It's a power suggestion, isn't it? It's, it, 
well, hypnosis is a suggestion, but yeah. I could suggest something to you all day long. But if your your conscious mind is saying to me, nah, that doesn't work, nah, that doesn't work, that will not go nowhere near the point it needs to go to because hypnosis, hypnotherapy, all the stuff that we do. Would it work on me? Because here's the thing. I'm sceptical about hypnosis, oh, right? On, so now I'm just being honest with you. So, yeah, so does that mean it won't work on me? Can I, can I just say one thing to you now? Yeah. I'm prepared to stake my reputation on turning you into a complete, happy, healthy non-smoker in less than two hours. The challenge is... You're welcome to the challenge. I'll stake my reputation on it. Okay. And I don't do that lightly because I'm very proud of you, Rep. Okay, Fran. I've worked with... I'm all yours. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all... You'll save me a fortune. I'm, I'm all yours. Uh, I just worked with a chap last week and he, I, I don't know, I won't say too much about him because he could actually be identified. The only, thing, the only thing I'll say is I can't do it tomorrow. I have a load of duty free at home. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a waste of money. No, you've already made up your mind that you're not going to quit smoking. You're not going to become a non-smoker. No, I am. I want, no, I want, I've told Ashley I want to give them up in the new year. I do. No, don't say give them up. Stop saying give them up. I know, okay, okay. Please, please, Okay, no, okay. Ashley, remind me to stop saying giving up. You're going to become a non-smoker. Non-smoker. I'm going to be a non-smoker in the new year, Fran. You you can be a non-smoker tomorrow or the day after or the day after, whenever, but you have to pick the day. Okay. You have to, and you see, basically what's happened here now is you've actually come right around completely the opposite frame of mind that you had when you said, oh, Jesus, oh, okay, right, I'll talk to him. Now, listen to me. You've turned around there and you said, oh, Jesus, maybe this will work for me and this is what I really want. Now I want this and I don't want to be a smoker. Okay. Power suggestion. Well, the challenge is on, Fran, I, and, and I do want to be a non-smoker. I, I didn't say give You want to be a non-smoker? Yeah. I will state my reputation on you being a non-smoker. Happy, healthy non-smoker. Not Somebody, not gagging. No, I don't want to be in a situation where I'm gagging for a smoke every time yeah, I see no, somebody no, smoking. No, no, not climbing the walls, not yeah, doing all yeah, sorts yeah, of yeah. stupid things. No, yeah. no, that's that's all advertising. Right. Have you have you got a minute now? A minute left. Go I'm on. I have, a, I have a minute. I have a minute, Fran. Go on. I'll, I'll tell you a short story. Right. <laughs> right. Tell me the story. I was I was about seven or eight years of age, and I was going to a dentist in Crumlin. Yeah. Yeah. Now at the time we went to the clinic. We didn't go. We didn't go to the test. We went to the clinic. I remember so that. Was, yeah, there was a row of maybe forty youthless short trousers, all queuing up to win a seat at dentist. Yeah. Now, and the terrible thing was, and I heard adults even saying this: "Oh, them brothers down there are butchers. <laughs> they, they were butchers. <laughs> no, they, no, they weren't. They were. They were qualified, or, 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 or almost qualified dentists, who had a huge workload." Literally, the man, that, that man, he was probably maybe 20s. He, I came, I got to the top of the queue, I came in. He c- c- catches me with both arms, this me up, puts me in the chair, says, open wide, this is going to hurt. If that man had to pat me on the head and said, you're the best lad in the world, at that moment, it would have hurt me. Because I had been told it was going to hurt. It took me 20 years to sit in the dentist's chair after that. I know, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, no, I, I get you. I get no. I get what you're saying. I do get what you're saying. And when I went back, when I went back to a dentist, I now go to the dentist. When I go to the dentist now, I just say, "Okay, give me thirty seconds." I don't even bother with the. Oh, I can't even remember the name of the stuff. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh well, look, I, I, we're getting loads of texts by the way um, of people saying that if I give them up, well, sorry, 
if I become a non-smoker, yes, they they will become non-smokers too. Now think, now think of the influence of Noel Boylan here, please, right? Yeah, no, I, I am, and I'd love loads of people to be non-smokers that are who are currently fabulous. smokers. Fabulous, fabulous. The one thing you can't do, you can't be bullied into being a non-smoker. No, I know, right? I know. And um, the only way you become a non-smoker is through persuasion. Could we and bully? Could we at least bully Ashling into it? No, Ashling will come to me, and I know I've already spoke to Ashling, and I know I will be walking with Ashling. All right, okay. Okay. So if it's, if it's if it's two together, I've no difficulty with it. Yeah, okay. Okay, well, look, we'll take you up on the offer. Ashton will pick up the phone to you there. We'll get some details and we'll sort it out. We'll take you up on the offer, okay? Lovely talking to you. All, All right, Fran. Thanks very much indeed. There you go. Fran is a therapist, works with smokers, and obviously makes them non-smokers. Now, and be careful, of course, not using the word giving up. He makes them non-smokers. And I, I see where he's going with that, okay? Because when you say giving up, it's quite a negative connotation to it because it's something that you should be doing currently at the moment that you shouldn't be. Anyway... We'll, we'll work it out. And if anybody wants to join in on the campaign, by the way, please, you know, get in touch with us. Email us, text us, WhatsApp us, whatever. And you can join in the campaign too. Maybe we'll do a whole week-long campaign and we'll follow a few people, bring you on the air every day and see how you're getting on. All right. Let's not make too big of a deal about it, all right. But I'm just saying, I think it's a good idea because I think we should all try and want to be non-smokers. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.